Howdy, friends. It's Greg Milby, and thanks for listening to Lyrics and Laughs, a goofy podcast where we recite great country lyrics like poetry in a useless attempt in converting our non-country music-loving friend Kenny into a fan. We sprinkle in a few fun topics and dumb stories about serial killers and whatever thing Eric distracts our minds with. This time around, we discuss the music of Billy Currington and his hit, Good Directions. It's episode 45 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. Roll call, Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. If y'all are needing directions, I'm the man for the job. Captain Poetry, Eric Clements. Sorry, I had a mouthful of pork rinds. I'm back now. I'm better. Nice. And not a fan, Kenny Rambo. Can I get directions for somewhere other than here? <laughs> nope. It's nice to play. All right. Billy Carrington. We're going to get right into it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now a reading. I brought myself into it. What if we did that? What if we, I mean, everyone's head like, would yeah. just explode. They would go to the 20-minute mark and go, what the crap did I miss? <laughs> the podcast's over? <laughs> we, we went 30 minutes and it's out. That's it. That's all we got. That, that really would be funny. I, I like how in the intro, uh, you're calling me out for getting us off topic. Mm-hmm. But you're basically saying the only thing I talk about to get us off topic is serial murder. Is that true? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. no. Uh, pretty consistently. Wait, wait. We're getting some reviews in. Oh. And they, yes, they are all confirming. Mm-hmm. It's, that is the only way you get us off topic is oh. serial murder. Well, I'm going to change that tonight. Uh-uh. There's going to, we're never going to be on topic. A new, fresh distraction. I'm going to derail you're, everything. You're only going to talk about one murderer. <laughs> Not a serial murderer. Yeah, yeah. Just one guy who murdered one person. That's right. Okay. Joe Bennett. <laughs> oh, I wasn't no. supposed to say anything. Shh. Sorry. That was supposed to be a secret. Well, guys, it's murdering it, murdering race business. Luke Andrews, Remax Premier Properties, Luke.homesearchlobal.com. Thanks for sponsoring our podcast once again. Are we calling him tonight or no? No. I think we call him next week. What if what if we just called him right now? He has no clue. We don't don't tell him we don't tell him we're on the air. I don't think it's on the air, but whatever it's called. We don't we don't tell him we're recording. We just see what he has to say. No, I I want to wait till next week. We've got because there's a reason. I want, I'll, there's a reason. I have okay. my reasons. I don't like this, but okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm interested. Joe picks the song. Actually, yep. Eric picked this one this week. Okay, I'm surprised by that. I was yeah. trying to give you the credit, but yeah. No, yeah, I did. Eric did. Did you I do did. a lot of research into it before you made that selection? No, uh, I caught the tail end of this song today on the radio, and uh, I was like, oh, I haven't thought about that song in forever. We need to do that song, and that's where we sit. And then he so. suggested the song and then goes, yeah, and we should do this song too. And this song, it's like, Eric, we already decided on good directions. Yeah, we could do that one. You suggested it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one night we, we come in hot with three songs. Oh, we, wow. we do three songs oh. in uh, 60 minutes. It'd be like a sprint. Really? <laughs> Lightning round. <laughs> You think we could get through three songs in 60 minutes? We, we would have the titles. Discipline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, maybe cute. there's a prize. <laughs> you know, maybe that discipline's been this week's theme. It has been. Yeah. In fact, I was commenting this morning on just how disciplined and committed Joe Bennett is. He is. Yeah. In certain things. He sets reminders. It has to be. I'm not disciplined in things that matter. I'm only disciplined in, in ridiculous things. So every every day I have a reminder in my phone uh, at 10 a.m. to write on Eric's Facebook wall just a happy message. What a friend. Just to say, hey, bud, thinking of you today. We could all use people like Joe in our lives. No. Happy no, Monday. It's overrated. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I can confirm it's overrated. It's kind of fun from watching on the outside to this part. Yeah. Believe my family can also agree with that. Yeah. And his wife. His wife for sure can, can agree to this. Before we get more into the Facebook message, the other thing that you're committed in to, or committed to for Eric is making certain he never misses a call. Oh, yeah. So Eric and I are in this. We, we, we're all in an office together. Greg's sometimes there. <laughs> but... Our off, we're in the same room. We're all in a er- building together. Yeah, there we go. Eric yeah. and I are in the same room, and um, Eric often has uh, Zoom meetings and phone calls that come in. And every time the phone rings, I lean over from my desk to look at him and just go, 
and ask him to, to turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. While pointing so at pointing his phone. Pointing it down yeah. and saying, shh, shh, yeah. shh. As if the ringing of the phone uh, doesn't let me know that I've got a phone call coming in. <laughs> So, so this has become kind of commonplace in the office because it's overheard from the rest of the building. And, you know, the backstory has been explained. And him doing that the other day, as I've seen these Facebook messages begin, because I think they, they started with Eric's birthday. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> Eric had wished his wife a happy birthday. And then as uh, as some people are, are want to do, they, they comment on the post of someone else. Right. Um, and my father-in-law, who knows Eric and Kelly, uh, wrote happy birthday, Eric. Um, well, Kelly's birthday's in January and Eric's birthday is in March. And so my father-in-law kind of messed up. Well, then this leads to my brother-in-law who I guess gets confused and writes on Eric's page, happy birthday, Eric. Um, and then I just kept it going. So I was with you for a day because the next day I wished Eric a happy belated birthday on Facebook <laughs> as I'm prone to do, you know, a day late. Yeah. But as I hear Joe, you know, whistling for Eric's phone, like I realize, like these are these are parallel tracks, right? Like he's committed to making sure Eric doesn't miss phone calls. And I've started to see these posts on Facebook where he's hitting it daily. We could, I mean, like that kind of discipline. Imagine what it could be used for. Well, and and Joe has already <laughs> Pavlov Pavlov dogs me. I think I think that's right. a verb. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, because every now and then he'll just go <laughs> and point, and I'll answer my phone. It's, there's not even anybody there. Like, what's, it's not what. <laughs> so it's a long con. He's yeah. he's teachable. Yeah. If so. I if I could use these discipline powers for good powers, man, <laughs> it would be. It's like it's like a superpower, but I'm only good at dumb stuff. Yeah. Give yourself more credit because you're. Wish well wish to Eric today resulted in a comment for our sponsor on social media. That's exactly it correct, did. man. That's that true. is the power. Someone wrote of lyrics and laughs in the comment section of this, which it had nothing to do with with Luke or, or even the podcast. How do we separate the two of you from the podcast? That's a really, good point. that's a good point. We are one in the same. But they wrote, you know, I'm, uh, I'm gonna. I don't normally get on Facebook while at work, and now I'm gonna have to go home and take a shower, and all I'm gonna think about is Luke dot Naked Greg. <laughs> at least our listeners are getting the URL right. Yeah. But, but then, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it counts, right? Yeah, Greg, nor our actual sponsor got the URL right. So, what, we, Greg? You're you never get it right. When did I, I mean, one time I didn't get it right. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you said it was an email address. Yeah. That's all yeah. it took was one time. Yeah. You will never hear the end of it. <clears throat> oh, oh, believe me. I know that. Yeah. Never make a mistake around us. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Show no weakness or we will destroy you. Oh, I love when people show weakness. <laughs> the best. <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> so that was, that was a theme this week too. Cause Monday morning there was a game this weekend, right? There, there was. Yeah. So one there, was a, there was a big game. There was a big game. I think copyright doesn't allow us yeah, to Yeah, we say can't it. mention Is what... That, I don't know if that's 100% true. Know. People have fallen into that. We're just no, trying to play along. Forever. I know. But there was a big game, and, yep. and one of us had a a rooting interest. I did. A strong rooting interest. Yep. I am a, I am a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. That's not just a bandwagon thing. I actually lived in Missouri yep. for a few years and um, just kind of latched onto the team back when they were terrible. So I come in Monday morning and Eric's or Eric's in the office alone. Joe's in the restroom, I think. And I come in and I'm like, uh, I have my so, nine o'clock appointment. There you go. So I duck into Eric and I say, uh, so how is he? He, uh, he was doing better. The, the thing, uh, so we play squares at, at my work. Um, and there, there's quite a few people that play. There was like $2,000 in the pot, right? So twice, all we had to do, when I say we, like us playing squares, all we had to do with like a minute left was the other team not score. And what happens is Kansas yep, the City. The other team scored. Yeah, the other team scored. Kansas City had two pass interference calls in under a minute and allowed Tampa Bay to score. And because of that, um, we lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And Joe's team that caused that yeah. also lost. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a double whammy. Well, and the good news was, is that when I got home, things were just perfectly smooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfectly smooth. No problems at all. Oh, wait, hang on. No, I'm remembering that wrong. Uh, when I got home, my son was still awake 
and he he had he had actually won he had actually won thirty dollars playing squares. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom, and then he comes. I'm getting ready to get into bed, and he comes in. and He goes, um, I just threw up everywhere. <laughs> Oh. And it is, I'm not joking, it is everywhere. He was sitting on the toilet, didn't even attempt to get the <laughs> trash can. He's right next to the bathtub. He could have, like, done it in there. No, 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 no. All over the wall, all over the floor, somehow on the back of the wall behind him. It was <laughs> impressive. Yeah, very impressive. And and I had to... Poker dice. And <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like an exorcist moment. It was spinning on its axis. And I've, yeah. I've complained a lot about wearing masks, but, but for once in my life, I was glad I had a mask on hand because I put that thing on and cleaned it up. So learning all this Monday morning, I say to Eric, oh, so I, I should go easy on him. And Eric's like, oh, no. <laughs> Destroy him. Yeah. And as you should. So. As you should. If I'm going right. to give, then I've got to be able to take it, too. So that's how I feel. Hmm. Hi, we're featuring Billy Currington's song, Good Directions. <laughs> a song written by one of our guest hosts. Tom Brady. No, no. no. Hey, y'all, I'm here. Y'all Luke. talking about one of my songs? Yeah, you, Luke, Luke. You, you co-wrote this song. We didn't know that until I, we were reading this. I certainly did with my good friend, Rachel Thibodeau. Wow. Wow. Yep. It's, it's odd. Don't you live in Nashville? Yeah. Why are you in E-Town so much at Greg's house? I'm a huge fan of lyrics and laughs. Well, that is that is special, man. We appreciate I appreciate the support, Luke. You're, you're kind of getting on my nerves, so could you leave now? Yeah, buddy. I'll see y'all later. All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so we know that he can handle the Luke Bryan impersonation for about three sentences, and he starts to strain out. <laughs> man, don't be talking about me like that. <laughs> I also so, uh, Luke, I will cut somebody. Luke is opening the door and closing it, and I don't know if that's lost on here. If you can actually hear it, I think you can. Okay, <laughs> but I appreciate that he is so in character that he goes to the trouble. Yes, yeah. 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 So why well, ain't left yet? Y'all ain't had the door. <laughs> I don't know if they've heard the door yet, that's like the, ever. <laughs> all right, I, I gotta get out of here, y'all. All right. Bye. Howdy, hey, see ya. I, Ice Mageddon is coming. So uh, yeah, be I gotta careful. be careful. I'm Get back down to Nashville, Nashville safe. Going yeah. south. Yeah. See, I thought for sure that Joe picked his song tonight because Luke Bryan co-wrote it, and he would give him a chance to work on his Luke Bryan impersonation. Well, once that was discovered, uh, that hey, did I miss anything? Uh, no, but you know, you don't have to leave the room when Luke comes in. I get he uses your microphone and sits in your chair, but you could just like stand in the corner. Oh no, I always feel like I got to get out. Oh god, gotcha. I got to let him do his thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, we're following guidelines. Yeah, that's yeah, too many. Got to keep the capacity. Yeah, that's true. And Luke never wears a mask. Uh, I'm like, come on, man. I've got three masks on right now. Well, Only yeah. one of them's on my mouth, though. Sure. Yeah. Trying, I'm trying to get COVID in my ears. Technically, I think one of those is a thong, but whatever. Oh, oh. I don't know if you call that a mask. Yeah. I don't know what you're protecting there. That's a good point. Uh, anyway, uh, so I thought for sure, Joe, you picked this song because... Luke Bryan was on there. One thing I wish you would have done, Greg, is wore a thong the time you wore those shirt shorts, yeah. where your buckwheat was seen in the top and, and the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah. I just that would have been. You, you know, my daughter loves loves some Sonic, and and we haven't been back since. I was like, what? She was like, I don't. It was know a what, weird transition. I don't. I don't know what. You know, what we that all got was. quiet because we were like, yeah. I don't want to be involved with this. She's yeah. This is all his yeah. lane. She was like, Daddy, you remember when that guy came and delivered us food to the car? You said he was your friend. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't either, honey. It's okay. Oh. Released September 2006. He should have he had bigger shorts on. I know, honey. Yeah, we don't wear shorts like that. And he kept yeah. dropping the change, which I was just like, come on. Well, in his defense, he didn't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you done yet? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> Song was Billy Currington's second number one hit. And he didn't really know how to skate either. He just he just kept doing the splits, which also <laughs> leaves not- a lot to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, honey. No, I was there too. Yeah. You don't have to remind me. Can I tell you, your brain, your brain is just jacked up. You know that? I mean, this is the... 
<laughs> but coming back to the car just to say hi the second time. Now that was just ridiculous. I mean, I thought that that was not needed. We had enough uh, picante sauce. We didn't even order breakfast. <laughs> well, <laughs> 15 minutes in. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Lyrics <laughs> We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you rate and review our podcast. Available now on popular podcast. Oh, please. Oh, please. No, this would be great. Just the, oh, well, with you I'll saying that. Home. No, I don't. <laughs> I never want you to be happy, so we'll we'll just wait. And, I mean, know. I guess you could have at least had a shirt on, Daddy. <laughs> no, honey, I agree. That was weird. He's he, uh, yeah, he got fired. Is our summer uniform? Summer uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm done. Oh. All right, so we're 16 minutes in, or, or I mean, are we? Do we have a number we're shooting for, or are we about ready to go to the lyrics? We did, we did not receive a challenge this week, and I, no, I, I don't, you know, I, don't, I think oh, we just yeah. do what we want to do here. You know, no. if we want to get into the lyrics, let's do it. If we want to yeah. just, just, uh, just talk, can I vote? <laughs> no, you have no vote. Oh. You know, speaking of a challenge, a guy that has a challenge is uh, Luke Andrews, uh, keeping his business afloat. Yeah. After sponsoring this podcast, visit him at luke.homesearchlobal.com. That is Remax Premier Properties, Luke Andrews. Yes. Thanks for sponsoring. With Snowmageddon or Icemageddon or whatever we're calling this coming, I I just thought of two things. One, a lot of people out there, they're going to want a house, so Mm -hmm. they should check him out. And and two, if we all get iced in, uh, we could release like four or five podcasts this week. We could just keep... Keep popping these suckers out. What oh, do you think? Wow. Yeah, because well, you brought your sleeping bag, right? I did, yeah. Ever, Kenny, did you bring a bag? Oh, yeah. I, I thought we were just staying here. That's, that's what we were doing. Because yeah. of the ice storm. That, thought, sounds, yeah. that sounds like a nightmare. I thought it was the lyrics <laughs> to the last marathon. Yeah. 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 This is, the this only thing fun. that would make that even somewhat enticing is if we were somewhere else drinking somebody else's bourbon. Oh, Greg, we're like fine here. No, this, this is a great no, spot. Is, yep. yeah, I, I think like we've this. planned this well. You know, in the basements, air conditioned parts of it is. So, <laughs> except the, for this, not room. the part we're in, yeah. but it's parts of it are yeah. air conditioning. Kenny, you wanna you wanna get us into some some lyrics? Feels early. <laughs> Ugh. And now, a reading. I was sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck, crunching on some pork rinds when she pulled up. She had to be thinking, "This is where rednecks come from." We had Hollywood written. She had Hollywood written on her license plate. She was lost and looking for the interstate, needing directions, and I was the man for the job. <laughs> it's like a kid. It's like a kid that is uh, trying out for a play. <laughs> like he's he's never read lyric, never read a, a part before, and uh, needing directions, and I was the man for the job. <laughs> Son, you didn't get the part. I'm sorry. What yeah. was that? Is that seriously the line? Yeah. She's thinking this is where rednecks come from. She had to be. Mm-hmm. She had to be thinking yeah. where okay. rednecks so, come from. Okay, this guy, he's on a flatbed truck selling turnips. Okay, I don't think this is a great business so <clears throat> far. No, nope. because turnips. Yeah, you buy a lot of turnips. Uh uh-uh. uh. What do you put? I don't. What 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 what, what turnips? Like I don't even know what you put. Uh, like turnips I said, ooh, but I don't even know. I don't know if I've ever had a turnip. Don't people eat them raw? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you, Start researching. Yeah. Are they related right. to onions? Oh. What do turnips taste like? Uh, they, they're similar to root vegetables. Flavor shifts slightly when cooked. Mildly spicy when raw. Um, they turn sweet, nutty, and earthy when cooked. So that's interesting. Mm. But ugh, I don't know what turnips go into. So, I mean, is there... what how? How many millions or hundreds of dollars is the turnip industry annually in? In Georgia? Because I think that's where we are, right? Yeah, we're in yes. Georgia. We don't know that yet. Well, we know that, but I did not the know audience that. doesn't know that yet. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think this is a great business. He's just selling turnips. Like, he could have literally sold, like, he could have sold other vegetables. I'm not stopping for a turnip. No, I mean, like. She wasn't either. She was stopping for directions. Right. The, I bet that's the only person that stopped that day. Maybe. Was just to get directions. That sounds like an awesome job. I'm I'm sitting okay. on my flatbed truck. I have zero responsibilities, but maybe sell a turnip. A turnip. A yeah. turnip. Do you buy turnips singly? Or, <laughs> or do you want like a bushel of turnips? Or like what do turnips come in? 
Let's say a basket. A basket? A bushel? Uh, a bushel. A bushel of turnips. Uh-huh. A bushel Annual of turnip. turnip. A handful? Revenue in <laughs> U.S. Let's see what this pulls up. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to do some over-under here. Uh, what is the annual export in millions of dollars in turnips? So the U.S. export we, of turnips. So we export turnips yes. out. Hmm. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know how. I mean, are like, are we a major? Did you give us an over-under? I did not. Oh, okay. I, I, want, I want you all to guess because. In, is this okay? So uh, I'll say I'm going to just guess three million dollars. But we're doing over know, under, so I can just say over. Okay, what are, what are you saying? So so Joe sets the line with three million. I mean, I think that's really low. Okay. I feel like it's really low. It's got to be higher. Then I'm going over at three million. Yeah, I, this is crazy. Okay, well then, yeah, it's yeah, fifteen it's million. No, okay, so turnip wholesale. All right. The export market is $122 million annually in turnips. That's just what we export. It's a lot of bushels. Golly. Okay. Sorry, this is not riveting to anybody. (laughs) It's it's very interesting to me. We're only 21 minutes in, and we've gotten through two lyrics, and this is already the worst podcast. (laughs) I mean, no, maybe we we need to be in the turnip business. We're getting there. Maybe he knows. Maybe this dude's like King Turnips in Georgia. Well, but hold on. Like, I mean, are they are they as in demand on the state side? I I don't know if I've ever had a turnip. Rutabagas and turnips. Look, it, it it's in the summer. But have you had a turnip? Have you ever eaten a turnip? I have, but it was one. I think it was forced at my granny's or something. Joe, Eric, I think I have, but I can't. I I can't say for sure. I can't place it. So in 2019, Canada produced 43,000 tons of rutabagas and turnips. I've never talked this much about turnips. Mm. When I lived in Missouri, I, we were at a um, a Sunday school party for it was it was the like the older uh, folks Sunday school, and they had invited us over. We went. And they were like, do you want some dessert? I said, sure, sure. And they said, well, we'll get you a piece of pie. And so got got a piece of pie. Know where this is going. And it turned out to be rutabaga. That's not dessert. No. It was one of the worst things I've ever tasted. <laughs> so if it's anything like turnips, I'm out. It was, <clears throat> it was horrible. But how did that play out? How did, how did sweet potatoes and rutabaga end up in a pie? Yeah. But turnips never landed a pie gig. There's no such thing as turnip pie. Is there? turnip pie. <clears throat> till now the turnip industry is not doing its job that's Rutabaga right big industry yeah the lobby the was like all right get yep. that going so all right i'm i'm done reading about turnips i don't get it and uh i'm done <laughs> all right so he's all right he's sitting there selling he's selling turnips yeah hold on there is such a thing as turnip pie oh there Whoa. is oh wow well listen are, and learn there are multiple turnip pie recipes well they have not done a good job marketing themselves yep. yeah no Hmm. I, I'm good. One is a turnip pie with caramelized onions. I, I feel like this is a lot of like English type food. Doesn't that sound like English food? Maybe that's why we export so much. The English are just craving turnip pie. Yeah. They're just, the, Wait, they just eat them raw. Well, one of the biggest recipes comes from Yankee Magazine. So uh, hmm. it would be from the English. So <laughs> Got to get their turnips. <laughs> All right. All right. Can we can we move so, on to like talking about pork rinds or something? Yeah, so he's selling turnips on a flatbed truck, crunching on some pork rinds when she pulled up. She pork had to be rinds. thinking, this is where Back rednecks come Hold from. Hold on, real quick. Sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck. He's not setting out in the heat if he's not rolling through some turnips. People are coming by. I think he's the turnip guy. He's 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 sitting there snacking on pork rinds. He's not stressed out because he's not selling turnips. He's just kind of chilling, snacking on pork rinds. That's a serious I think he's niche, doing, though. I think he's doing good. I mean, the roadside farmer's market's one thing, but this guy, like, he's focused. Mm -hmm. I got turnips. Oh, yeah. Have any uh, ears of corn? Nope. Nope. Turnips. Turnips. He's not the Cheesecake Factory of the farmer's market. No. You know, you go to Cheesecake Factory, the menu's like 17 pages long. Sure. You can get whatever you want. He's specialized. Yeah. He's got the best turnips in the biz. Focused. So we've thrown some good ideas out there for songs and also Netflix specials. We got to know more about turnips. 
Netflix, if you're listening, and we know you are, let's let's see a documentary on the turnip industry. Right Wait, now. hang on. I just got a I just got a note from Netflix, and they said no, thank you. No one's interested. All right, Hulu. I know oh. you're doing big things. How about Hulu said they're going to get back to us on it? Oh, okay. Yep. We got right. something. Cool. So, so are you guys pork rinds fans? I yes, pork so they're yes. fantastic. Yeah. Never had a bad pork I mean, I, run. That's yeah. how I feel. I feel like, eh. Yeah. I know it's become very popular with like keto diets, right? Because right? it's, uh, what, well, I don't understand keto diets, but it's, people can eat it on those kind of things. I don't think I've ever turned a pork rind down when offered one. I don't know that I've ever bought a pork rind. Oh. Or pork rinds. I've yeah. bought pork rinds. Yeah. Oh, I think look, we're on agreeing this. on something here. I know. This. <gasps> so this, this, this could be the end. Is this a moment? No, I think it's happened before. Yeah, probably. Time. And well, then let's it went celebrate it, guys. All right. You and I, at mm-hmm. some point this week after Ice Mageddon's done, you and I are going out and we're going to buy some pork rinds and eat them. What kind of pork rinds are we getting? Doesn't matter. Okay. I, again, never met a bad pork Do you go rind. barbecue? Oh, I'll do barbecue. I'll do spicy. Okay. Do they have turnip flavored pork rinds? I was wondering rinds. the same thing. Are there turnip flavored pork well, rinds? Well, I wouldn't get those. I don't know. You guys don't know. You should. You should eat tor- pork rinds and turnips together. Maybe we'll take turnips mm-hmm. and pork rinds, bake them into a pie. You know what I've not seen is nacho cheese, pork rinds. Another million dollar idea. Oh man, yeah. I'd be all over that. Edit that out of the podcast. After please. after Netflix mm-hmm. picks up the special, everyone's like, "Oh, we're into turnips. We're into pork rinds, and we 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 hit them with some new flavors." Mm-hmm. Man, we can afford. Two Ford Tauruses. I don't know what it'll be about, but I think our next podcast should be turnips and pork rinds. <laughs> and a full tank of gas. Y'all ever had a full tank of gas before? I just got one today. My gas light's oh, on, actually, tonight. Man. Yeah. You are always coasting on fumes, though. That's That'd be nice. Story of your life. Yeah. I save money, though. Whenever I go to the pump, I only fill it halfway up. I use diesel. Technically, I don't have a full tank of gas. No. Are you, do you, when you, you fill up, your tanks, right? When you go to get gas, mm-hmm. it's usually my intent. <clears throat> my grandparents, <laughs> my grandparents would never do this though. They would always be, they would put $5 in, in the tank. Was that like, like betting on the future? I like, don't know. They just always going to like come down $5, $10 in the, in the gas tank. That was it. They would never, ever fill it up. I so, say that's my intent because I went to the gas station this week and I'm fueling up and I go inside to get a gallon of milk. And, you know, it was a honeydew early in the morning. Like, okay, can you do this before you head to the office? Absolutely. So run to the gas station, got the car fueling up. I go into the gas station and then Murphy's law takes over because I get to the counter. There's one person in line. They're finishing up and I put my gallon of milk there. And the clerk is kind enough to point out that I've picked up a gallon of milk that had expired two days ago. So I run back to get another gallon of milk and I come up and now I'm not first in line. Someone's there getting their morning biscuit and playing the lottery. Yeah. So it's going to be a while. Yeah. Sure. So I finally get said gallon of milk. I get back out to my car. It's still pumping. I don't know what's going on, but $10 has made it into my car. And I'm like, I just give up. I'm like, forget it. I'll take the $10 and go. (laughs) I leave. I take the milk. And and as a result, my fuel light's on tonight. So do you have to put that fancy gas in your fancy car? Yes. That's that's probably why I was pumping so slow. The pump was like, what? Someone's buying me? Oh, geez, I haven't worked this motor in a while. He was still warming up. He was stretching. It, it was kind of funny because, you know, it was morning at a a rural gas station. <clears throat> they have that at those kind of gas stations? Rural gas stations? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just premium. So I'm I'm putting that, but like. Does not compute. It was yeah, strange. I think I was the only non-pickup on the parking lot. Felt my, my tour <laughs> like a little of a They were probably of glad you were there. Your door handles were lighting up the parking lot. <clears> yeah, like see everybody see. Trip. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, my tourists, you know, they have, I think, 87, 89, 91. Rich mm-hmm. people buy the 91 stuff because they have the fancy cars. That my no, tourists, rich people get 93. Oh, it's 93. See, this tells you how much I know about gas. Mine, I take 87 and uh, I squirt a little bit on the windshield. Um, and then put a little bit in the tank, and then I fill the rest of the way up with the water hose. Yeah, that she true. runs great. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so when you fill up your tank, mm-hmm. do you count by gallons or <clears throat> by dollar amount? Because some people go, oh, I fill my tank up. I'd put like twenty five dollars in. Or do you say, oh, I had to fill my tank up. I put eighteen gallons in. Yeah, I, I go by. I just fill it up whenever the thing stops clicking. I know, you know, it's time to go. But are you That's done? Fine. 
Like it clicks off. Are you done? I don't do the like get into an even number. I'm just done. Okay. I don't. I don't care. I try uh, to go to an even number if possible. I, I, I again, this I don't get full tanks of gas very often, but you know, if I've if I've won it lucky on that scratch off and I I get to fill it up. Once it once it clicks, I'll I'll hit it again, and you know it's good for another two tenths of a gallon. Yep. Then it'll click. I'll hit it again, get another one tenth of a gallon. Then I'll then I'll pull the hose out. You know, about halfway, and I'll go ahead and crank another two tenths of a gallon. Oh, you're in there. speaking my language now. Now I can now drive an extra ten miles exactly because like, of that. Who knows? That may save me a morning stop. Whatever the case may be, I top it off every time. My wife hates it. No. Okay, I mean, yeah. you've convinced she's convinced me. that I'm going to cause the vehicle to explode that way. Yeah, yeah. I also uh, smoke, talk on the cell phone while the car is running as I pump gas. Okay, so probably not the best example. Well, you know, some of us seek adventure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like to live on the edge. You haven't. If you haven't smoked a cigarette while pumping gas, you ain't living. Yeah. I watched this girl one time at the gas station. She was in her, her car, and uh, I guess her boyfriend was was pumping gas for her. She was in the driver's seat, and she had just bought a pack of cigarettes. And she packed that pack of cigarettes the entire time I pumped gas. <laughs> and my truck pumps slow. It takes forever. I mean, she's just, just smacking it for I, ever, ever. She got those things tightly packed i also like the people i guess anytime they people addicted to cigarettes i don't know every time every time they stop or outside they're lighting up it's really funny to me when i go to fill with gas and somebody gets out and they put the thing up and they think just because they walk past the edge of the concrete where Mm -hmm. the concrete meets the asphalt they are now far enough away right uh to not explode everything uh which i do think is a little bit of an exaggeration you could probably actually smoke a cigarette while pumping gas and nothing would happen. I'm not recommending that. I'm just saying it probably would, I was gonna say, would be fine. Oh, here. And yeah. now we've gotten into the murder part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yes, Luke. We'll immediately cancel the sponsorship. <laughs> well, it turns out it was wrong. You can explode an entire facility. by smoking. I want to get back to the pork rinds just for a moment because I, I, I love this sentence on Wikipedia. Pork rinds is the American name for fried or roasted skins of pigs. Pieces of fried meat, skin, or membrane produced as a byproduct of rendering lard are also called cracklins. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't read that part. Cajun mm. cracklins. Mm. Same reason I don't want to know how they make bologna or how they make hot dogs. That's easy. They take the horse that broke its leg in the race, (laughs) chop it up, and there you got a hot dog. All right, so we got to give Kenny this picture. All right, guy's selling turnips. He's eating on some pork rinds, and when this girl pulls up, he's thinking, this is a picture of what a redneck is. Like He realizes it. Okay. recognizes yeah. that this is because she had Hollywood written on her license plate. Do you think that's literal or is that just like, cause how you, can you fit Hollywood on a license? I don't think plate? so. No, I mean, I, like just a H wood, like the front license plate, right? No. It's just one of the, like it, Alpha Romero, something like that was on there. That was probably when, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's you, that smells Hollywood. I, I, I was always, um, picturing that, she was from California, had a California license plate. It was probably a fancy car, like, you know, Kenny mm-hmm. drives. And it said, like, Maserati of Hollywood, like, you know, the little thing that, that the dealerships put around your license plate. I, I, that's what I've always pictured. California plates. She has her Maserati uh, that her and Kenny had, you know, they were there on the lot the same day buying their cars. So, He's sitting Did on you see her truck. when you were there getting yours? Oh, yeah. 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 Was there. Okay. He's Gre- sitting on a turnip truck, eating some cracklings. I'm sure any vehicle that was clean and looked like a luxury car just smelled of Hollywood. This is not his target audience is what you're telling me. All right. License plate trivia time. Okay. Because again, our people come for this kind of stuff, don't they? You don't get it anywhere else. I don't think we're really sure why they do come. Over under the number of states that only have to have a license plate on the back. Mm. So obviously we live in a state that only has to have the license plate on the back. Thank goodness. We don't require back and front. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to set the line at 20 and a half. That only have to have them on the rear. Yes. I'm now going through states in my head that I know have dual license plates. Alabama and Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, <laughs> California. Oh. We got to be quicker than this because we got this I'm, is dead air right now. I am going under. Under. I'm I'm gonna take the over. It is nineteen. Yeah, right. Nineteen. Yeah. 
There's only 19 of the 50 states that require one license plate. We're talking about Arizona, New Mexico, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Michigan, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Everyone else has to have two license plates. That is crazy. And Delaware. It was tiny. Couldn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) But everywhere else, they have to have two license plates. When I lived in Missouri, we had to have two. And I remember someone telling me that it was like, it had to do with like money because it was more expensive. And so some of the poorer states didn't have, uh, I don't know if that's true. That's what mm. I always, it seems wasteful to me. So that's interesting. I think I've, I've lived in three different states and none of them required front yeah, license. plate. yeah, you, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. So I don't like a front license. Plate. I it's do not, not my either. Favorite. Yep. It's not my favorite. It's drilling holes in the bumper. Yeah, and... It's just not good for the aesthetics. Yeah, no, I agree. Now a good European front license plate. Yeah, that can be kind of cool. Square ones, yeah. Rectangular ones. Rectangular ones. She's lost. So, so she's lost. She. Let's just assume that she wasn't a Hollywood type. She didn't have that as a vanity plate. It was just California plate or whatever. She was lost and looking for the interstate, needing directions. And I was the man for the job. Where's she going? I. I, Well, let's talk about this man for the job thing. He's. Gets excited, cars pull over. He thinks he's selling a turnip because he hadn't had a lot of action. He gets asked for directions a lot. That's the way I'm reading this. Constantly. I don't know. Like, there's nobody else around. <laughs> like, the bar for being the man for the job, pretty low. Yeah. And, Greg, when did this song come out? Uh, The song came out in 2006. 2005. You're wrong. 2005. Uh, it was released in 2006. It was recorded in 2005. Okay, well, so this thing says released in 2005. So it was released our, in September 2006 as the third and final single. So our data is incorrect here. The album was released in 2005. I'm only going by what Apple Music said, and I think that they've got a little clout in the game. They said 2005. So at that point... Pretty mad at Apple this week. I'm trying to think back at that point. I am printing out directions from MapQuest. <laughs> I mean, seriously, oh, like, yeah, at, absolutely. That, at that point, that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Yep. So you don't have the Google Maps. So this, the, unless it's, you know, if you're in like some place that doesn't have great service, uh, you know, your Google Maps may go down. But this song now is kind of outdated for the most part. You're not, you know, you can usually get to places pretty easy. Yeah. Nobody's the man for the job. It's the phone for the job. Right. Right. But there are times, you know, when you need directions. And yeah. now that whole thing of like, a man being embarrassed to ask for directions, it's kind of, it's out. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't have the same relevance. Now, I'm not asking Google. <laughs> so, because um, this has happened to me. You're somewhere. You're out of state. You're okay. somewhere. And then you lose your phone. Phone just disappears. Can you make your way back? No. Yeah. I have a pretty good sense of direction. I feel, I usually feel confident about knowing where I am. Now, I've, I've been talking about this a lot. When I was in Missouri, they used cardinal directions for everything. So they would say like, hey, just move that northeast just a little bit. That, I'm out. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. And as he gets into this chorus, those kind of directions make more sense to me than saying like, well, you're going to go northeast on this. You're going to turn west. And I can't, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I get in the weeds with uh, using the GPS if I lost my phone and my truck's GPS didn't work anymore, I, I would have a hard time getting back. No, I think my sense of direction, and then, you know, once you get to, like, numbering, like, then I get pretty comfortable. You know, with, like, the interstate numbering and how that works with odds and evens, like, pretty good comfort level. Yeah, if I'm on the interstate, I think I could figure yeah. it out. But, but, I mean, even, like, so just sense of direction, getting back to a spot, I think would be fine, so... Mm-hmm. I want to keep. I do want to keep this quiet. Where is she? Where is she going? As we continue to read directions, I want to. It's I want from to, Georgia. I'm saying she's going to Florida. She's going to the beach. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of lean. She's beach bound. Okay, fair enough. So, so it's a girl's she, trip. Is she not. She, could, she couldn't get off work in time. She was late. So she's like, so I'm she's be not there. heading back home to California. <clears throat> you can't get to California from Georgia. Well, it's so impossible. That's this thing. Well, I, I don't necessarily think she's from California. Maybe she's from Hollywood, Hollywood was Florida. written on a license plate. So. Hollywood, Florida. Florida. Well played, yeah, Eric. That's that. right. Yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think she's just a little on the fancy side okay. and, and looks like she's Hollywood. I'm buying she, that now. But she may be from 
I don't know, Glendale, Kentucky. We don't know. But maybe Hollywood, Florida's tourism office should be sponsoring this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey. Who's going to go. call them tomorrow? They're listening. Yep. That's true. I have <laughs> just received an email from, from Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, it's a cease and desist. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means we're good to do anything we want. Oh, uh, like maybe do some more lyrics. I told her way up yonder past the caution light. There's a little country store with an old Coke sign. You gotta stop and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. Then a left will take you to the interstate, but a right will bring you right back here to me. <laughs> That's a great pickup line. Yeah. It is. It's a good one. Those so, are good directions. So way up yonder, we don't know was was that the the rear of the truck was at the front of the truck, but. He's pointing, yeah, he's right? Pointing. So we don't know what direction. Way okay. up yonder. So here's the question. What what side of the road was Miss Bell's country store on? Well, hold on. They're they're on the right side of the road. Okay. Because of drive. Yes. Because yep. he, he pulled off and he it's way up yonder. It's it's ahead of the truck. Because if it was behind the truck, it'd be way down yonder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So mm-hmm. all right. So now you got to give it back to me. Left at the country store. Yeah. So then a left will take you to the interstate, but a right will bring you right. And uh, what does he say about the country store? Oh, there's a little country store with an old Coke sign. You got to stop and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. Then a left will take you to the interstate, but a right will bring you right back here to me. The store is on the left hand side of the road. Yes. That's That's how I felt. Yes, that is correct. Because if we pull in. And if you take a left to go to the interstate, the right would bring you back to him. Okay. So here we got we got the first thing. We were talking about this. You don't hear Coke, Coca-Cola a lot in country music. Boom. Look at that. Old Coke sign. We got a Coke. Got a Coke in this song. Yep. We're excited. Yeah. We and you know, if you're from other parts of the country, um, you may not say like we do in the South typically, that a Coke is just kind of a universal. It's all the things. It's all the things. This wasn't an old soda sign or an old pop sign. We're in the South. It's a Coke sign. and Cola sign. Yep. I'm fine with people saying um, like soda. I'm not, I don't like pop. Pop is not my favorite. Um, People in Eastern Kentucky tend to say pop because of going up North for work and then they would come back down. Oh, interesting. Um, And so that's kind of where that, that kind of went from. Yeah. Pop is not my favorite. That one makes me feel little icky inside. Yeah. I'm just more specific. I'll just say I would like a Mountain Dew, you know, or I'd like a whatever. Yeah, like if I'm, if I'm, but if I, if I say Coke, I want a Coke. Yeah, y'all got any Cokes in here? And that means so. soda pop. Yeah. That means soft drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you sweet tea fans? Yes. 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 Yeah, me too. And have you ever lived in a place where you asked for a sweet tea? And they say, well, we got unsweet tea and we got sugar. <laughs> And I say, uh, that's not sweet tea, man. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. Get out of here. Get out. Yeah, yeah they, they, a lot of places do not have sweet tea. Michigan. Michigan. Minneapolis. They're often in the yeah. U.S. for a sweet tea, and they look at you like you are crazy. They know you are not from around there. But why would you not? It's so good. Yeah. It's, oh. It makes no sense. Like, just do it. You're going to, I mean, Chick-fil-A's and other Parts of the country have to have sweet tea, right? That's part of the deal. I, would I, think. I don't think so. No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. It's a great question. <clears throat> I don't. I, actually, now that I think we were at a Chick Fil A in Holland, Michigan, uh, when I tried to get a sweet tea, and they did not have it. They only had unsweet. That's that is that heresy. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh, great! I am looking it up. All right, so I told her way up there, caution light, country store, old Coke sign, got to stop asking Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea, then left to take you to the interstate, right will bring you right back here to me. Did you think, do you think he was thinking she was ever going to take a right? I, I think he's used that line on any pretty lady <laughs> that has ever stopped to ask for directions. It's just what he says. And, well, we'll get to this in a minute. I think but. he says it for anybody. <clears throat> it's like if some if some good old boy stopped over now, right? That'll bring you right on here to me, boy. I'll sell you some more turnips. Exactly. You know, yeah, or may, maybe yeah. the turnips are just a front. Maybe he's getting paid by Miss Bell. She's like, look, you're going to sit on the side of the road with a turnip truck. Every People lost gonna, person is going to stop to see gonna you. They're going to stop because you look like the good old boy. 
Here's a bag of here's a bag of uh, pork rinds. You're also not going to be busy because you sell turnips. Yeah, <laughs> just go out there, sit on the back of this truck with these pork rinds. Tell them about the sweet tea. And every time somebody asks for directions, throw in the Miss Bell sweet so tea. So you're saying Miss Bell has come out there and she has unscrewed all the the route signs. So everyone that gets in there, they're like, "Golly, where's the interstate?" Because it doesn't say this going way that route. But I, maybe that's that's a possibility. <clears throat> Miss Bell is. Kind of an evil genius, yeah. yeah. I guess I think somewhere they, in Georgia, she's blocking GPS signals today. Wow, <laughs> this this is a conspiracy theory right now, boys. That we've so, got on our hands. We've unearthed it. We know what you're doing, Miss Bell. We're on to you. Yep, the syndicate. She's she's got that underground. You know, pushing that pushing that sweet tea. Is that really what is what she's pushing, Greg? Yeah, no, I'm not 100. Maybe sure there's some that. more. Get you a big old glass of that sweet key, and it's a Coke sign. <laughs> it's a cocaine sign. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the front. That's the front. Cocaine is a heck of a drug. Oh, I was. Or, oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you, you were hitting the button. Oh, I was waiting. Okay, okay. So, yeah. it's hard to read your mind. I was sitting there thinking about her pretty face, <laughs> kicking myself for not catching her name. I threw my hat. Thought you fool, could have been love. <laughs> I knew my old Ford couldn't run her down. She probably didn't like me anyhow. So I watched her disappear, in a cloud of dust. All right. <laughs> <laughs> This is real back road stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're kicking up dust, this is not a paved road. Right? I don't think you can sell turnips on a paved road. No. I mean, <laughs> it's like a county ordinance. <laughs> he, he hops in the Ford. Turnips are just flying out the back end. He forgot to put the tailgate up. No, well, no but that's another it's a flat piece. It's a flat that's right. Yeah, that's right. Like they don't care about their turnips at all. No. Now, now no I've seen a lot of flatbed trucks that have the little wooden look like fences, the little okay. gates around the sides. They've got that. Some of that I'm picturing on. that little fence and bushel baskets. Okay. So, and and again, Joe was just talking about this. It's hard to rhyme with Ford. You don't hear Ford in country songs. We've got a Coke and we've got a Ford. There we go. Look at this. Look at this. He didn't rhyme with Ford though. No. No. He just put that right in the middle. So I watched her disappear into a cloud of dust. So I've been out west a lot. You know, you'll be on a paved road, but all your crossroads are gravel or dirt. Same thing in Michigan. Um, so uh, I forget where I was going with this, <laughs> but if if you're oh, hang on, Luke's back. Hi, y'all. Um, just a quick fact about me. I wrote this song and I also recorded it. It was like a, a track on my on my debut album. All right, I'll see y'all later. Well, couldn't have lived without knowing that. All right, what happened? Uh, well, Luke came in and told us something <laughs> no one cared about. Oh, okay. Well, I think he was trying to save you from your crap story. <laughs> hey, while you're trying to remember your crap story, there is a little more to that. So Luke and Rachel Thibodeau wrote this song. The song was written... About the time that he got a record deal. So it was pushed out through the publishing company. Billy Currington picked it up. But Luke really wanted it. But it happened between the time he got the record deal and the time that his first album came out. So uh, the song, he was going to release it if it didn't become a hit for Billy Currington. Because there's artists that will have a song on an album as an album cut that doesn't do well. Somebody else will release it and it could become a hit. But his idea was the song was going to be called Right Back Here to Me, the Sweet Tea Song. So he was going to release it. That's a mouthful. Good directions rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Very much so. So he was going to release that. But when the song became a hit for Billy Currington, you can't re-release it. Maybe Luke dodged one there. And he made some money off the... The, the publishing. Yeah. He's publishing. still making money off. Yeah, because that. that was a, this is a big song. Mm-hmm. I'm, I like Billy Currington. I do. Uh, he's a, he has a lot of songs I really enjoy. Okay, so help me out. Like, why do I think of him and think like young, like kid? Because uh, Billy. Billy. Well, no, I, <laughs> Bill okay. Currington. He's 47. He's okay. older than William I am. Currington. Right. But with so he was not a a signed musician as a child or anything. No. no. Now okay. there was a signed. The, uh, Billy, what was that guy's? Remember, Greg? You remember him? The the kid, Billy was, Gilman. Billy, yes, okay. Billy Gilman. Yeah, that's probably what I'm doing. He was I'm, just, a I'm just mixing my Billy's kid country singer. Yeah, yep. sounded hey. like a young Luke Bryan. I was gonna say if you can get wow. Billy Gilman out, you're doing all right. <laughs> my name is Billy Gilman. 
You know what? What Billy Gilman? What hurt his career? Was puberty? puberty. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally. Hi, my name is Billy Gilman, <laughs> and it's great to be here. I used to make the joke that Billy Gilman was actually uh, Josh Turner. <laughs> no, that's funny. Because <laughs> his voice had changed so much. And I said on the radio and, and, and on the wolf and people somebody asked me, Is that true? I'm like, No, that's just no. Baby lock them doors and turn them lights down low. Yeah. I, I remember I was going with my, my dust story. Oh, good. 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 I waited with yeah. bated breath. I know. Everyone has been like, please like, just God, get to the Eric's dust story. Get back to the dust story. <laughs> Where is Eric's dust story already? So, so <laughs> what I was going to say is out west and up in the north. This Dirt is going to be so worth it. Oh, yeah. yeah they absolutely. are. No, hang on to your butts right now. <laughs> everyone yes. grab your butts yep. and hang on to yep. them because you're going to lose them with this story. So I'm just saying, we don't have a lot of dirt roads in and around our area, Kentucky, right? right? Would you all agree with that? But if you do happen upon one, what is the first thing you do? You slow way down on a gravel road. We were down south, and particularly going into Texas, it, it, they have, you know, it's, it's wider open, but we were doing 65 miles an hour. That was the speed limit on this two lane paved road, which we never see around here. 55 is about as high as you go on a two lane. And then all of a sudden the speed limit goes to 70. And I'm thinking, what in the world is wrong with Texas? And then the road turns to dirt. <laughs> and I was like, this, someone's messing with us. And we drive on this dirt road for about a mile. And then there's another speed limit sign, 75. <laughs> Does that seem safe? Will what? you call into no. us and let us know if that story was worth it? It was. Like, it's a question. Wait. What in the world? And then when you got home, Santa had came. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a loyal listener payoff right there. That, that is it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and dad was getting pissed let me tell you because he's like why are these back roads with such <laughs> if you're not laughing and you limits. don't get the joke go back to episode whatever with grandma got run over by a reindeer that get you oh man <laughs> oh man that was fantastic yeah that was that was pretty good was <laughs> no because we we have this we have this four lane that was fifty five miles per hour for years called the Lincoln Parkway. It connects Elizabethtown to Hodgenville. It's called the Lincoln Parkway because that's where Abraham Lincoln was born in Hodgenville. Or the Audubon. Or the Audubon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got pulled over one time by a state trooper and he asked me if I had a death wish. Because I was doing sixty four miles per hour on the Lincoln Parkway. Well, since then, the Lincoln Parkway has been adjusted and is now 70, I think, just like every other highway right. in the world. Um, but Our I state almost, has a death wish. <laughs> I couldn't help. I laughed in the cop's face and yeah. did not mean to. And it was like, he is going to give me a huge, like a reckless driving ticket or something. You know how fast you were going, boy? Uh, no. It felt like I was doing 45. You were doing 64 in a 55. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I happened upon a car going slower, I guess I would get in the other one of the other four lanes. What in the world? Yeah. I've now, been pulled over on the Lincoln Parkway. Yes. Anyone else? Uh, no. Yeah. The fastest I've ever been in a vehicle was on Lincoln Parkway, but I was not driving. Oh, nice. My my stepdad, who was a state trooper, was driving. <laughs> okay. And it was very fast. Nice. Mm. I was pulled over. On the Lincoln Parkway, I, I lived in Hodgenville at the time. I was leaving for a trip to the SEC tournament in Atlanta and got pulled over before I even got out. <laughs> it's not a good wow. start to a road Impressive. trip. Yeah. So. I mean, it was it was what we call a speed trap. It was, oh. it was an easy $150 for the state. Well, and I think that it, it had been freshly paved. So in my defense, I couldn't help it. Those fancy cars. I mean, it's grooving. you think you're flying. Yeah. My papa years ago in Greene County. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, honestly, Greene County. Yep. I've been his old Ford F one fifty. He would drive it on the paved roads like twenty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you couldn't wish this thing to go any faster. You were just begging for it to roll faster. But as soon as he would turn into the driveway, which about a mile driveway, it was like he went sixty five. <laughs> 
He was home. He any, smelled, yep. he smelled any that gravel fresh road. Yep. It was it was like sixty sixty five. It felt like probably it wasn't that fast, but on the main road, it was literally twenty five. I don't know. I don't understand the thinking behind that, but that's he always did that. So I hope that in heaven we get to drive really fast because I love driving fast, mm. and I really hope that's a part of like what we get to do because I would really enjoy that. I, I, it's just man, it's so much fun. I hope the door handles light up. Oh my gosh! If it <laughs> if oh, it's not, send, I guess send me back. You know, it ain't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> that's maybe maybe that's what lightning is. It's just. Someone in heaven getting in their Maserati. (laughs) (laughs) No. Are we ready for more lyrics now? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea where you are. (laughs) No, I have not a clue. We're in the chorus? Yeah. All right. Uh, I was sitting there thinking about a pretty face. Nope. I told her, way up yonder past the caution line, there's a little country store with an old Coke sign. You got to stop and ask Miss Bell, M-I-S-S. So does this mean that Miss Bell, sorry, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. The left will take you to the interstate, and the right will bring you back to me. Is this Georgia Heat playing tricks on me? Or am I really seeing what I think I see? The woman of my dreams is coming back to me? Let's stop there. (laughs) I just think she took a wrong turn. She got confused when he said left or right. First off, Miss Bell, M-I-S-S. That means you've never been married. That is an unmarried. Uh, Unmarried. So you can have been married, and now you're divorced, and you're still Miss? Widowed, maybe. Could be. It so, is it is the formal title for an unmarried woman. Okay, Miss Bell for some. <clears throat> MRS is married. MS is a little trickier because it can be used for both. Hmm. Hmm. But right. I think of like a um, uh, Aunt B. That's always in my mind when I yeah. hear this song. Is a woman like that from the Andy Griffith show um, that that is selling the sweet tea? So. Even after what we discussed earlier, now you're connecting. No, it's all part of the front. Have you seen Justified? Have you ever watched that show? Mm. You remember second season two? Mm. That woman was Aunt B, but she was a killer. Yeah. <laughs> she was a killer. Yes. That was a good show, man. Yeah, it had a lot of murder. It was a yeah. Easy, yeah, Eric. I know it's yeah. tempting, Eric. <laughs> it's just a and, Dude, <laughs> stop scratching your neck so hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, murder gets me. <laughs> so, all right, is this guy a crazy person? Is this Georgia Heat playing tricks on me, or am I really seeing what I think I see? The woman of my dreams coming back to me. <laughs> yeah, because just a few minutes ago, he was like, I don't think I can chase her down in my truck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but is this also the Whatever. same guy that says, like, I love you on the first date? <laughs> like, he just yeah. falls for him real oh, quick. Yeah. 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 It's all in. I mean, I hey, I appreciate him, you know, playing hard to get, and she had to come back to him. But honestly. He took a shot. He never thought that she would even be in play this guy can i go ahead and tell you something we like to connect stories don't we we do sorry this guy microphone this guy when he pulled up this is like maybe like six months down the road he's pulling up and guess whose flatbed ain't in the driveway oh it ain't his truck it ain't his truck it ain't his truck he's on the rebound yep no 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 no. this hadn't happened this is beforehand right Oh, he's too into it. He's yeah. too, he wants yeah. it too much. The, is this the girl? Yeah, he, he denies her or he or she denies him. Right. So you think yeah. these are connected, even though there's no way on God's green earth they are. Oh, no, we like but, to connect stories. Okay. Yeah. All it's right. all okay. one big country universe. Yep, it is. It's the co- country multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the this is the woman of his dreams. Now, do you think he saw Hollywood on the license plate in her fancy Maserati money, and money, thought, money, money. I'm not working for that crazy Miss Bell anymore. I'll uh, never have to sell another I, turnip. I don't have to try to just barely make ends meet selling these turnips. I don't get think a he's selling that's, turnips. That's that's fast. Because, you know, my dad used to always tell me, you can marry more money in five minutes than you can make in a lifetime. <laughs> that's good advice. Right there. <laughs> that's good advice. I, I did not take it. I chose love. Uh, I went the other route. Um, yeah mm-hmm. what i chose money oh you chose money yeah yeah i don't andrea andrea does uh, most of the money stuff so i'm kind of dumb so i do a podcast are y'all sitting on a pile that i don't know about or something no we could have we could be millionaires or we could be million dollars in debt i have no idea it could go either way who flip, knows flip a coin let's see <laughs> see what happens so i still think he's not selling turnips he works for miss bell She's running this sweet tea syndicate. 
he he actually is like, hey, this chick is hot, so I'm going to send her to Miss Bell and get my commission. But I'm going to say, hey, you know, if you want to turn there. But right, again, right two minutes ago, he dropped a line on her. You know, right will bring you right back to me. Mm-hmm. And then when she started to drive off, he's just like, yeah, my truck won't catch her. Whatever. Like, that is not the woman of his dream. No, he and, took and he a just shot. told her to stop at Miss Bell's, which is right up the street. So unless this truck is super <laughs> slow... Pretty sure he's well, going to catch Well, I mean, it, it is loaded up with a lot of turnips because they're not moving much inventory, but... He, he does know where she's going. Yeah. Like, he gave her yeah. the directions. Yeah. But yeah. let's let's put a bow on this thing. Hit, hit your fancy button over there. Okay. Is this Georgia Heat playing tricks on me, or am I really seeing what I think I see? The woman of my dreams coming back to me. She went way up yonder past the caution light. Didn't know why, but something felt right. When she stopped and asked Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea... Mama gave her a big old glass and sent her right back here to me. I thank God for good directions and turnip greens. Miss Bell's his mom. <laughs> yep. This is a big ploy. He's sitting on the side of the road. He's sending people up to his mom's store. This has been going on to sell 37 years. Yeah. And his mom, she she has to check out the goods. Well, all right. She stopped. She bought she bought a uh, thing. She probably said, oh, can I have the key to the restroom? And then Miss Bell ran out and ran, you know, ransacked the fancy car, had to check her out, and, you know, was calling her sheriff buddy, saying, hey, I just got to make sure my baby boy is going to be taken care of here. Is this, a, is this a good woman for him? No record. And then she says, you know what? That little boy you saw down the road there, he's a sweet, sweet boy. You should, you should take a ride out of here and go see him. No. No, no, I, I, no, I think Miss Miss Bell. I is, think the Georgia mom. Heat's playing tricks on him. <laughs> Look, the Georgia Heat. So yep. if you're driving down the road in the middle of nowhere and there's mm-hmm. nothing around at all, and you are the heat's really getting to you at that point, and you're parched, you're going to stop and get some sweet tea. Now, Miss Bell, Mama, is selling sweet tea probably about four times, five times the market rate. She's probably secondary like bourbon. She's gouging them on this sweet tea. I mean, this woman's in a Maserati. She can't be that hard off. Well, but, but I mean, that's how they're making the money. And then Mama's like, oh, wait a minute here. This isn't just our standard hook and, hook and sinker and take some money out of somebody. This chick's hot, so she tells a little bit about her boy down the road and about, hey, he's pretty well off. You know, I'm kind of like the... Yeah, you could be part of the turnip empire. I don't think I think turnips have nothing to do with it. I think they, I, they know, bought, but that's they the fun. Bushes of turnip turnips and put it on the flatbed. And I She's remember the lyrics saying, "Ford, I do not remember Maserati." <laughs> She's on the sweet tea. She's realizing how much money she can make on the sweet tea, so she heads back down the road. I don't know. I feel like this is uh, the hills have eyes type of scenario. You know, have you ever had single, really good sweet tea? Single woman by herself, lost. This guy's sending her up the street. Mom is checking her out and saying, yeah, this girl's by herself. Sends her back down the road to him. These girls aren't. These girls are disappearing. There's a problem in Georgia. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, because Mama's not saying like, oh, yeah, you got to well, go see it over an hour yeah. before we got like a really deep. In Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Thing. Yep. GBI. You need to look into this guy and his mama. I'm telling you. Because Mama's not saying you need to go back and see my boy. Mama's giving her some some crazy directions yeah turn it ends up around. going back to her yep. boy yep. and then he's like well i declare yep and that's when the murder happens yep yep and he's got all these Solved turnips it. in this flatbed she, he's throwing her in there yep there's a little sinkhole down the hill that's got all these fancy cars in it <laughs> meanwhile they got a basement full of people yeah, this is this is a ridiculous. You know, you guys may have to start spending time to convince me to like country music. <laughs> you guys ruining every song. I don't ruin anything. Billy, I'm just saying if they quit murdering people, we quit Billy talking Carrington, about it. Good Directions. Yeah, I love this song. Oh, it's a great song. I love it, even if it's about murdering multiple women. <laughs> Wait, what? You said it, not me. I didn't say that. You said it was murdering all these women. I just said I thought it was a ploy. I'm just telling the Georgia Bureau of Investigation they should check it out. All right. That's all I'm saying. I think it was the Georgia Heat. He slid that right in there. And then people, isn't that funny? Like, people just kind of go on beyond that. No. Like, he was explaining. Oh, yeah, I dreamed up the whole thing. Yeah, he's crazy. He's losing his mind. Well, I do declare it's the Georgia Heat. (laughs) Woman of my dreams ain't coming back to me. I do declare. Ask Kenny the question. 
we're done? I think so. <laughs> we're merely an hour and five minutes into this dog and pony show. <laughs> Either you ask him the question or I'll play the music. Oh, oh man. All right, Kenny. Take a right out of here. <laughs> it'll it'll bring you to the highway. Take a left. It'll bring you right back here to me and more country music. Which direction are you going, buddy? Oh, hard right. <laughs> Well, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> well, if you need fi- directions on how to get to Fairdale, our good buddy Greg can tell you how. In the meantime, good night, Fairdale. Well, we apologize for that train wreck, but thanks for listening to Lyrics and Laughs, sponsored by Luke Andrews, Remax Premier Properties. Luke.homesearchlobal.com. Please subscribe to and rate our podcast on many popular podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Anchor.fm, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and many other platforms. Also, be sure to share it with your friends, too, on social media. Show notes and a link to the featured video for our song can be found in the podcast description. And make sure you look for the Lyrics and Last podcast on Twitter and Instagram for sneak peeks into next week's episode. Just search Lyrics and Last Pod. And if you need more of a Lyrics and Laughs musical fix, check out our classic country Lyrics and Laughs playlist on Spotify. Updated weekly, currently has almost six hours of country gold. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. We look forward to seeing you again next week for episode number 46. 